0: What have you folks done? What are you trying to build on?
1: Well, quite honestly, Tim, when I look at what's going on with the state's economy, when I took in office eight years ago, we were above 13% unemployment in in Georgia. Today we're down about 3% here in the Athens area. When we start looking at the progress that we've made on infrastructure, jobs, One of the things that I, I can't brag enough on Governor Deal, he went after industrial jobs, which if you know anything about the longevity of jobs, making Georgia the best place in the country to do business has really put a lasting effect on our economy here in Georgia.
0: Senator Frank Gimm with us running for re-election here. Okay, uh, building on that and moving forward, uh, assuming another term for you, assuming a win on Tuesday of next week, uh, you've done the one thing that, that President Trump says uh, has helped uh, spur the national economy. You folks in the legislature followed suit and lowered the income tax rate. Uh, what else might we look for in another legislative session by way of, of continuing to, uh, to pump the economy?
1: One of the things that we've done is with the, our education for the first time ever, we've fully funded with a QBE formula uh, for all of our Georgia schools. We've targeted the educational opportunities for these kids. with, And I'll brag on, on Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle with the College and Career Academies that he's kind of pushed out there across the state to do great things to give young people the, the skills that they need to get a job that's a productive employee.
0: It's one of the things we don't talk enough about, Senator Frank, again, we we focus on properly so. This is Athens and the University of Georgia is here, and then it goes without saying what an economic engine that is, not only here in Athens, but around the state. But but you and others are pointing out that that maybe we need to spend a little more time and maybe more by way of resources focusing on technical education in Georgia.
1: You know, those two complement each other. We've got a great technical school system in Georgia, and we've got a great... Uh, post-secondary uh, colleges and universities across the state. And, you know, I'll be honest, I'm going to brag on, on my former roommate. Said the, uh, I, as a brand-new freshman, I got the opportunity to, to live with Hank Huckabee. And his leadership as chancellor of the university system and what he has done there is just tremendous. And then following him up was Steve Wrigley, and Steve has carried that ball forward. I, I don't know if you say they've spiked it in the end zone, but, but uh, <laughs> they've sure done a great job.
0: Uh, Senator Frank Gannett, a forum here a couple of weeks ago up there at the hospital, ironically, that we were at the hospital and health care and, and what to do with or about Medicaid expansion became such a talking point, not only in, in your contest, you and, and your opponent, Don Johnson, but all the other candidates as well. Uh, the Republicans were, were generally opposed to the Medicaid expansion. The Democrats were unanimously in favor of it. What's the rationale for not expanding Medicaid in Georgia?
1: Well, a lot of people don't realize that a third of that cost is borne by the state. And when you uh, have a system that, that's already uh, foundering in debt and you increase it, you do nothing but put a, a noose around the uh, taxpayers of Georgia. If you to go look at some of these other states that have done that, they're, they're suffering with their state debt and what's going on. And one of the things that, you know, unlike the federal government, we don't print money in Georgia. We have to have a balanced budget. We want to try to make sure that we're looking after and stewards of the taxpayers' funds. uh, And that's one of the things that, you know, people have access to health care in Georgia. It's just a matter of choices on what they want to do. You know, the Affordable Care Act makes sure that every uh, citizen in the U.S. has access to health insurance. People have to to
0: put those uh,
1: opportunities in perspective and what, what they need.
0: Well, now, the Affordable Care Act almost unanimously opposed by Republicans. You were certainly critical of it when they were voting on it uh, almost a decade ago now. And Republicans at the the state level, certainly at the congressional level, been fighting to repeal it. Meantime, uh, the Democrats will say that, listen, hospitals are closing, especially rural hospitals in Georgia, and Medicaid expansion might be a way of keeping them open, not only providing health care services, but also providing badly needed jobs in parts of rural Georgia.
1: Well, the, uh, government's not the answer to everything in society. And when I look at their affordable care act, nobody liked it that uh, we got that force fed to us. Said so the, uh, one party said the, uh, uh, the Democrats pushed that out 100% no Republican support, but it's the law of the land. I, I'm, I'm a believer in we're a country of laws. And one of the things that that is the law of the land, we're going to live with it. We're going to uh, try to make it better. You know, for me, Tim, I, I've always been a 4 h at heart. We want to make the best better in Georgia, and I'm going to continue to do that as long as I get to serve the people in the 47th district in the state of Georgia. All
0: right, so what to do, though, uh, Senator Gant, about keeping those rural hospitals open, uh, some that are still in danger of closing? What to do about keeping them open?
1: Well, one of the things that, that uh, we've we've done, and, and I'll, I'll brag on Senator Dean Burke, he had a uh great idea on doing some tax breaks for some of our rural hospitals uh, where people can can take advantage of uh, their tax situation and make contributions to those rural hospitals and that's one of the things that you know we've got to get the math right for for operation so that these hospitals can stay sustainable the uh one of the things that you know, if you're losing money with seeing every patient, it's a problem. And and I'm not an expert in healthcare. I I, I I'll readily admit that. That's why we have a great committee system. And my seatmate on the floor, Senator Renee Unterman, is working very hard to make sure that uh, we're doing all we can. And that's where you know I, I have a lot lot of faith in our system and how we we're continuing to move it forward. For me, uh, I, I'm more of, a, of an engineer and and Deal with a lot of things on everything from natural resources, transportation, utilities, regulated industries, and, and appropriations for higher ed. So, uh, you know, we, we, we gravitate to the things that we know about, and that's that's my specialty.
0: Let's talk about one thing that I know you were involved in legislatively at a couple of sessions ago, and maybe continued into the most recent session. Where are we on the stream buffer issue? I know you were deeply involved in that one.
1: Right. So the uh, our stream buffers in Georgia are twenty-five foot for a non-trout stream and 50 foot for a trout stream it should be uh, one of the things that, you know, it, it strikes a balance right now. That The difficulty is, it, and a lot of people don't understand, that we have different types of streams. The uh, One of the more comical things for me is we describe a ditch as, as a type of stream, even though it doesn't have any water in it. it the, the state is, under state law, that's described as a stream, and the uh, which is... Where I have is probably the biggest hang up on uh, what we're doing.
0: Uh, in terms of your own reelection prospects here again, Don Johnson, your Democratic opponent, uh, she's out there beating the Bushes. You are as well. I mean, I look at this district. It, it should be a very solidly conservative district. I don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday with the governor's race. Uh, one, uh, did, You're going to tell me Brian Kemp's going to win. I'm going to tell you, I don't know. Uh, does that race impact your race? I mean, is, is there some blue wave that's about to sweep over Georgia, sweep you out with it?
1: I don't think so. said. So I will tell you this, Brian is one of my constituents, and I'm 100% behind him. He's doing a great job. The, uh, and, and, you know, quite honestly, Tim, this race is, is, for me, and my race is all about me. I, I'm running on my record and my experience and my uh, commitment to serve the people of Georgia. I, mean, I don't try to run over or run down any of the people that have run against me over the years. Uh, my, my opponent in this case is... is Uh, A a very lovely lady. I I just, you know, we differ in our political viewpoints on where we're at and how we think government should function for the people. So I I don't have any uh, problems with with, uh, my opponent. I just have a different point of view.
0: You know, I, I've been around you enough over the years. I've seen you in various settings, the forum the other night, in different settings, different occasions. You seem to like this stuff. I mean, there's some candidates uh, that, that like campaigning more than others. You seem to be one of the folks who likes to get out there and do this. I,
1: I love for people to interact with me. That's why, you know, I always tell people my cell phone number because for me, if they can't get a hold of me when I can help them and they need me, then I become a useless politician, and that's the worst thing in the world. I'm a public servant, Tim, and and I try to make sure that I'm out there serving the public. Now, Tim, I do want to let your listeners know one thing. The echo on my phone is unbelievable. I'm hearing three times what's going on (laughs) as everything I say. I'll get our engineers
0: on that, and I'll apologize. I'll I'll put your cell phone out there for you, 706-680-4466, 706-680-4466. Four four six six. His website is frankginn.com. Uh, Frank Ginn, candidate for re-election. I did, apologies for the technical issue. Hope we can get that resolved. And thank you for being with us this morning. Best of luck on Tuesday.
1: Thank you for having me, Tim. And, and I hope that the, uh, this Halloween night said uh, all the trick-or-treaters are safe. And you know, we have a
0: beautiful day at the end in Athens. So yeah. great yeah. to be with you this morning. I hope you have a uh, wonderful day yourself.